Happy New, New Year. Year from Yellow Spandex, you nerds. What's up? <laughs> Welcome back. This it's been week, a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Jeez. We took a little break, but uh, everybody's re-energized. Uh, this week, we talk about New Mutants trailer dropped. And uh, you would think that this whole episode would be about Star Wars on Christmas, but you know what? We think we're going to hold off till next next week. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, we also talked about uh, a lot of Christmas gifts that we got, like the X Men box set. You, you haven't gotten that yet, no, but you're looking towards set. getting it. Yeah. Uh, a little reminiscing, you know, of old old uh, Ninja stuff, Turtle stuff, Ninja Turtle stuff, X Men you know, stuff, a lot of mutants. And then we talked about how, uh, you know, as soon as Mandalorian ended, uh, everyone just like canceled their <laughs> Disney, Disney Plus. Uh, we also talked about, oh, Rod brought up the uh, Mortal Kombat film is finished filming now. Yeah. We talked about a little bit of Cats. We talked a little bit about Irishman, a little bit about uh, Adam Sandler's Uncut Gems. About Frozen. About Frozen. The mo- the movies that made us, that yep. Netflix Toys TV that show. To- Toys that made we us. We talked about a ton of crap. That's right. We got we got through a lot, so uh, here it is. Have it. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. Sure. <laughs> How's everybody doing? 2020 so far? Woo! Actually, we've had a good early... Uh, 2020. Happy New Year, by the way. With the exception of your car breaking yeah, down. Yeah, like, literally, I was going to say, like, like, maybe, what, half an hour ago, <laughs> uh, we were on our way to Josh's to record this, and I was like, hey, so going to let you know what happens, but my car just stopped working. But luckily, <laughs> it was like two blocks from his house, so I just coasted into, like, <laughs> the side of the road. I was like, how far away are you? I just walk. Yeah, yeah. I know. We could have, actually. I was just going to, I was going to see, I was like, eh, maybe it's one of those magic things where it just starts again, you know, <laughs> um, but we'll see magic car things. I don't understand anywhere because sometimes it is just like a, oh, it just needed like time or <laughs> magic. I don't know. Like, you know, and then it just starts again. Sometimes like when there's I, problems. I can attest to that for sure. Cause I, that's been a lot of my troubleshooting is literally <laughs> just like turn the key off. The car is completely off. And then as soon as you turn it on, try to start it and use a little bit of gas. Gas it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just little, a little Wiccan chant or something. I'm always like, it works, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, there's something going on. Maybe if I hit a bump. <laughs> so yeah. I'll literally right? try to hit a bump. It's cars right, are see if it works. dumb it's like that what, sometimes. The thing that's weird about this one, I'm sure there's, we're going to have a million diagnoses, but feel free to comment the diagnosis, which you think it is, with the little information we gave you. But like, there was no, like, Josh was asking, like, what the weird signs were. Besides stopping working, no weird signs. Like, no, like, fading lights. Like, the, I mean, he's not kicking over, but like, it's just like, huh, okay. Yeah, it's just an enchantment. Just gave up the ghost. I mean, yeah. I don't blame it. It's been around for a while. Like, so, like... You drove know, all the way across from here to there. Like, how many times, right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's in a country, like, probably at least half a dozen from times. From Delaware to Los Angeles and back again. Mm-hmm. Several times. Um, the last time was two, four times? two years ago or something. Well, it's been more than four. Like, it was four times just in 2010. How many miles are on it? Uh, Over 200. Some, no, is it 200? Oh. For some reason, I thought it was 120 something, but I don't know. <laughs> I would doubt that. Um, <laughs> I, I think, think it's like, like 4,000 just oh, okay. for, from here to maybe it's 3,000 from here to, mm-hmm. to Delaware, right? Oh, no, it's like 2,000 miles or something. Like it's only 2,000? Mm-hmm. I only mm-hmm. know that because I once made the entire drive in one thing besides gas stops. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was only on paper that that seemed like a good idea. And now <laughs> I have done it once and never again. But, uh, yeah, no, it's... Uh, the only consistent thing is the car stalls and there, there's like a, a O2, like a like a, a idle sensor problem. That's mm-hmm. the code that comes up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, then me but, just looking at the throttle body, it like it's not functioning properly. When so, you step on the gas, the throttle body is supposed to open up. Yeah. <laughs> but since they did these electronic 
throttle bodies now. It's your gas doesn't control it anymore. It's yeah. the actual computer telling the thing to open, which causes even more problems. It's a conspiracy. Someone's out to get you. There you go. Well, <laughs> the thing is, back in the day, you used to be able to adjust that. Yeah, you even you even used to oh, go to the engine you and you could rev yeah, you could the engine it, yeah. from the from the engine. Yeah. Well, speaking of adjustments, uh, there was a new mutants trailer that came out. Yes, <laughs> I saw magic. That was insane. Oh, dude, it was so ba. That was freaking. I was crazy. actually really so, excited for this, and they haven't done anything. Apparently, all the reshoots and uh-huh. everything else that they tried doing, or they apparently quote unquote tried to re. I don't even know if they did any. Okay. I have no idea because. A, I didn't know it was so many faces I recognized because yeah. I think the only thing I had recognized before was Maisie Williams. Yeah, uh, is, it, is that her name? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, and and then there was uh, what's the kid from Stranger Things? Ooh, I know like, his name's Jonathan in Stranger yeah, Things. I don't know but his real name. That guy, and then the other uh, the girl that was in several like other scary type movies or like mm-hmm. period pieces and stuff. I was like, okay, I will say it doesn't have me totally amped, yeah. but it also doesn't look completely disappointing. Which yeah. for me is like oh, that makes me feel a little bit better because like. Fox has this history, even though this is like Disney Fox, Fox has this history of being like amazing trailer. Like, yeah, this is going to be the good one. And then no, you know, so maybe this, this will be Disney maybe, Fox, though. This was completely made before Fox yeah, transferred yeah, yeah. to Disney. And from what I read in the article was they didn't do anything. The director's basically like my complete vision is here. Oh, and, wow. That uh, we didn't change anything. There was no up. We, you know, they kept saying, oh, they were doing reshoots and all this other yeah, stuff. Yeah, because I, I, cool. I thought they, 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 did, they didn't let him do the horror movie and then they went and reshot to make it a horror movie mm-hmm. or something. Like, that's what they said before, but I mean, I guess he's remaking I mean there's some scary elements to this new trailer. Uh-huh. You've, you've all seen it, right, Vince? Uh, I I only saw the the clips of the magic. I didn't see the whole thing. Mm, you want to watch it? Yeah. Okay, we're going to pause and watch. Wow. It looks it's great. And you know what? I was. At the first trailer, I was like, meh, I don't want to see a, a movie that's just a horror movie, but it's not really a horror movie. Mm-hmm. It just has a lot of intense scenes that's kind of scary looking. I'm I'm just wondering now, like, what, if it was all just spin or if it now it's spin, you know? Because the yeah. whole pitch we got before is like, oh, this is going to be a horror movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, sure. It has, like, some horror right, elements, yeah. but heck, like, Spider-Man 2 had, like, a few, like, I mean, like, not like this, but, like, some mm-hmm. horror elements, like the, because Sam Raimi is, like, a horror dude. Yeah. Like, uh, there's one part where, like, Doc Ock, as he's like half asleep, pulls one of the nurses that's working on him, like, and she's like literally pulling the floor, like you know, scraping it with her nails, and like one of those old school, like ah, she's yeah. getting dragged away, you know. Like, <laughs> you know, this kind of has the vibe of uh, the others to me, you know. Yeah. Maybe because I also just watch this whole like documentary thing on YouTube about Nicole Kidman, but mm-hmm. like, as it like psychological, they're like a psych ward, everything's mm-hmm. dark kind of vibe, you know. Yeah. So yeah. maybe it's like a little less horror, more like psych, psych thriller or something like that, you know. Yeah. Well, the bad guy apparently is Demon Bear. Which I'm just mm-hmm. going to read off to you here. It's a primary antagonist. is an entity which draws its power from negative human emotion. It's capable of teleportation, immense strength, transformation, and the corruption of human souls. Hmm. You know, what's interesting, too, is in the trailer they mentioned, like, this is a place where, like, they feed off your fears or whatever, or they make you relive your fears. Mm-hmm. I know this is a movie, but it's funny because I've started to realize, as we're watching through the final season of Runaways, mm-hmm. every Marvel TV property, at some point, it seems like... i got to look. I don't know about the Netflix shows, but other... Uh, Marvel uh, TV properties to go through that. Like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they had to live through their fears. Yeah. Runaways to live through their fears. It's I a, think Cloak and Dagger did too. It's a popular, mm-hmm. th- you know, yeah. trope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what would be really interesting is if, you know, somewhere up high, like Kevin Feige decides to finally like connect them all, you know, somehow just because. I mean, if oh, this is really good, I wouldn't imagine them denying. You know. Speaking of though, like, I know you haven't, you haven't watched any Runaways or just. I haven't watched season? any Runaways. Okay. Yeah. So this third season. Uh, it's kind of stupid, mm-hmm. but it's also like 
when I said the second season, they were like, oh, made direct connection to Doctor Strange. They are just like deep end, yeah. like in it. They're like, we're in Doctor Strange world the whole time. Like, from like what I've heard, is she might everything. show up in the movie, the next ones. Who knows? Uh, oh, that would be cool because she's yeah. great. Uh, the girl who plays Nico. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, she's great. And so her mom and everybody. I guess her mom was technically in Doctor Strange, oh, yeah. but a different actress. And they kind of like recasted oh, okay. it. So that'd be interesting if they like replaced. Could you imagine being cast in a movie as a role? And then somebody the, replaces from the TV. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. You know what I immediately thought hmm. is uh, uh, the that if you get casted as a role, mm -hmm. you're just a piece of bread. My mind Literally just went, role. he's like, you got casted as a role, and I just saw mm. a person trying to be a role. My brain. Oh, see. <laughs> this is the weirdest, it's, stupidest it's thing. It's funny, because a, a friend of uh, a friend of one of my friends wants to start a podcast mm -hmm. where they play, like, uh, Dungeons and Dragons and eat dinner. Yeah. And then they were joking it should be called um, R-O-L-E, like, uh, R -O, like, roll call, like, R-O-L-E call. I was mm -hmm. like, why isn't it roll, like, R-O-L-L? -L? Mm-hmm. Like, like, like yeah. <laughs> roll call, you know, like, roll call because dinner. I love, yeah, it'd be funny. funny if they called it Harmon's Quest because that's exactly what that sounds like. <laughs> Except they don't eat dinner; they eat snacks. I don't even know if they actually eat it, do they? Because like yeah. they're like props in front of them. Oh, I don't know if. Yeah, I'm sure they have like water or something. I, yeah, yeah. I, I know that there there is some like staged shit that's on the table though. That's actually back now. Harmon's Quest came back for a new season. I can't wait to dive into that. Hmm. So yeah. So like I don't know. Um, I didn't. I haven't read any new mutants. I mean this. Me neither. This goes way back, and I know these mutants. It's Wolf's Bane, Magic, Cannonball, Mirage, Sunspot. Like That's I the know thing. them. Wait, which so one? Was, I, which yeah. one was Sunspot? Oh, um, did we see? Who did we yeah. see in that trailer? That was oh, Sunspot. Uh, you yeah. saw. I think you saw them all. Um, okay, and but then Cannonball. Uh, well, who's who? Cannonball uh, is probably. Uh, He's the one that was like I. I I'm in, he was in the bathroom shaking his hands, whatever. Mm. Okay. Who, then, who was, uh, he's, who's, he's probably the Jonathan dude, I'm sure. Was Cannonball? Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then Sunspot was the big dude. Uh, Sunspot is, uh, he was the Brazilian looking yeah. dude. Okay. But like, I've actually read a lot online that people are mad that it's a little bit like the Storm thing, that he's not like dark enough. Uh, well, that and he was he is Brazilian apparently. He wasn't jacked in the comics either. I don't remember. Oh, I don't I know. I mean, he's as jacked as anybody else. Superhero, it's funny because I must yeah. be thinking of a, a different Sun something superhero. Yeah. Because um, I was... There's somebody. I'll, I'll look it up later. No worries. Uh, then magic yeah. was the blonde. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she. So you know what's funny? She looks like she'd be more a storm than Storm was. Because her whole vibe, like she's just like whatever. You know, like well, like she has that like I don't know. The look is like a very stern like. Yeah. Which shows, and I, I I'm gonna imagine she's either the same height or like like a little shorter than mm -hmm. Halle Berry, and she's also clearly younger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and this kind of shows it's it has it had to do with the presentation. Like Halle Perry could have done it. It may be even there, if either there's better acting or better direction. Like uh, you're going to be an African goddess. Okay. Uh, all she you know, had or, to do or is docile just, math teacher, you know, all she <laughs> had to do is just watch the 93 comic series. It's <laughs> all they had to do. Cause that, that was, that showed a lot of different angles of storm. It showed her mm -hmm. in love with Wolverine in an alternate like, future. It showed her as like an Amazon queen. It showed she, her. It was great in that cartoon. Uh, but you remember that, uh, Brian Singer is the one that did this, and he was like, "No, no, yeah, cart, no comics, no nothing. We're just coming straight from the strict script and what I want." So that's that's why he failed. Probably why. Well, he didn't fail, but that's, that's why I feel bad for her because I, yeah. I don't think that she even got like a fair shake at the end because like she he didn't really wouldn't even let them yeah look through source footage and or source source material yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? 
uh, I've been wanting. I I've been wanting to go back and read the comics. Like oh, over Christmas, I got a uh, House of X, Powers of X, nice uh, book, and it is nuts. Like straight up nuts. Like they kind of reboot the X Men a little bit, um, and it's just weird because it's oh, it's, <laughs> I'll give you a little bit of spoilers. Um, if you if you don't if you haven't read this yet, I recommend definitely reading this. It's basically like Moira McTaggart has never been like a mutant, yeah. but like she is. And her mutant ability is every time she dies, she lives her full life and she dies, she comes back and gets reborn again at the same year, day, whatever else. Oh. And so she has been through 10 lives of her trying to fight off basically Nimrod and this mutant or, and this mm. uh, like, you know, Sentinel esque thing um, in the future, like basically being taken over. And so, like, Professor Xavier is kind of like basically at this point saying okay well we're gonna just separate ourselves from humans completely we're gonna live on the island of krakoa and uh there's just all this crazy stuff like that goes on with it but he's walking and he's got his head mask on like this crazy looking head mask on from the cerebro Mm. um and it's just it's nuts like the whole thing is just not not what you'd think it'd be interesting is it was it a graphic novel or like did it have like Oh, it was like single comics, or did it have well, they like- when whenever they get done with a long run, uh, they put it in like a trade paper. It's not, it's not a paperback. It's a hardcover. So hardcover. at least mine, mm-hmm. I, they haven't put the. That's paper pretty nice. You got yet. a hardcover. That's. I want that. That's that was the whole thing. Is I wanted to say is like I want to start reading more comics. It's not up there. No, it's over here, uh, somewhere over there. It's by all my turtles ones, which is nothing. For Christmas, I got all a bunch of turtles ones. They started. They rebooted it in two thousand eleven. And I read the first whole volume in the one day, and it's great. It's They're amazing. Dope. They have cool covers. Books. Yeah, with each of the turtles on it. Yeah. Oh, this thing is slowly drooping. Even it's gonna be noisy for a second. Even the spines <laughs> looking like a sword. Oh yeah, I love that so much. It's really cool. I love all these books. I'm trying to get them all. There's ten so far. <sighs> exactly. They're like 35 bucks a piece, <laughs> and sometimes they're hard to find. Like these next two, I've uh, I don't have them yet, but I, I ordered one of them from like a place in Canada because I couldn't find it anywhere no else. Yeah, so wow. it's on eBay for like 200 bucks. So. Oh, wow. But anyway, I've been trying to find comics, or I wanted to start comics, and it's hard to like, you know, find like, oh, you, you want to do the New Mutants, you want to read, and where do you start? Like, mm-hmm. where I mean, do you I guess, even go? The app, I guess, is like a quick error. Yeah, but like, it's, it's the it's app is weird, because I've had the Marvel app, and it's hard to find things, and there's not, and they're not like situated in like, here, I read. just don't like the, the, how it feels to, to read a comic on my phone. I think that's his books in general. Yeah. Like, I'd much rather be, like, seeing the art, the pages, Mm -hmm. everything, instead of, like, flipping through. If I'm on a plane or something, like an iPad or something else would be okay because I'm Mm -hmm. stuck in a seat and I'm like, might as well. But, like, if I'm going to sit down and read, I want it to be a book. I just, maybe I'm old, I guess. If if I was, like, collecting, I would definitely, like, like Mm -hmm. the books, books. I have to admit, though, like, replacing, like... I have apps for like e-readers and stuff mm-hmm. because like I replace like reading actual books with like whenever I'd be like idly scrolling through like, Instagram or something like that. Yeah. And I found I've been reading a lot more because of that. Um, but I do like, I, I I love the book feel, but I know it's like, well, if it came down to like scrolling through my phone and reading a book, I'll probably scroll through my phone just because you know, you're tired or whatever. So mm-hmm. I'm like, well, if I have the e-reader there, yeah. I trick myself into reading a book. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, it it, like it does Audible. help. Audible.com. Audible is great too, but you know, I feel like I don't. If I sit down and I don't really want to listen to Audible, it's more of a driving thing. Yeah. Especially if they get like a, a good voice monkey. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's true. Like, I actually sent a book back. It was like a Seth Godin book too. It was like, which is like 
super crazy cool marketing guy, but he did his own oh, like wow. voices, voice uh, reading or whatever for it. Uh, narrate narration. Uh, That's crazy. Did and it was characters awful. And sh- oh, it was no, awful. It was, I, he was just like so robotic. And then my mom, my mom, I'm like, I can't handle this. And I sent the book back. Oof. So I was like, I mean, the book I'm sure is great. I just couldn't pay <laughs> I, attention. I fall asleep <laughs> on every audio book. I don't know yeah. why. Like, I, it's just something about someone. I don't know. It's weird. There's like a pace, you know, that most people read it mm-hmm. like out loud. And it's just, it's enough to be like, okay, I'm just at rest. I think it'd be funny if you did audiobooks for comics because there's like it's not a lot of words to be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like that would be a funny channel or something where somebody's like out of context. Like <laughs> it'd be cool comics. if you were like if, uh, an impressionist and you could do all the voices. It's That'd like, be slash dope. bang zing snink. And then you know talk like Bam. Donatello and then talk like Raphael and then talk like you know you're doing all the voices. <laughs> That's true. That would That'd be, be cool. really dope. Yeah, it'd almost be like watching the cartoon except mm. it's just uh, audiobook. <laughs> yeah. No visuals. That'd be but, really neat. Yeah. But for the comics, uh, they they don't release anything in order. Like the comics mm-hmm. you see over here. Like I have the X Men, uh, probably one, two, three. I think it's not. That's not even all the way up to like uh, Wolverine and Colossus, and then that's just old school still. Yeah, I think was, there's still one more, like number four, before they get there. So that's right. Yeah, I read. It's hard for me to find them. One. I don't think I read through two and three yet. Like. Anything beyond like one or two, because they'll reprint those just for people, I suppose. Like, because number one, it's just easier for people to go, oh, I'll go, go back and get number one. But like anyone, they won't reprint the other ones. And so, and then they have bigger things than those, like little books. Those are like, you know, just uh-huh. volumes or whatever. But they have like omnibus, like, so it's like a big thing. So, like, they have two omnibus for the original X Men. And like, I, I saw this whole channel of this guy going through all of them. And I was like, holy crap, that's <laughs> a lot of comics. Yeah. But at the same time, like I read that volume one of the Ninja Trolls thing in one day. Like it wasn't even the full day. It was probably like three hours. Yeah. That I spent reading it. So, I it's mean, I could definitely get if I got if I can read what nine years of Ninja Turtles in a week. That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, I could probably read mm-hmm. you could probably read the full amount of X-Men probably in a few months. At the, if you, you know, you're reading three hours a night. Yeah, but, I imagine so. Some people read faster than others. Mm-hmm. I did see, though, um, I was, and the whole reason I brought this up is like they don't release things in order like it would make sense like hey you want to collect these things let's release you know the whole entirety of X-Men up till here and like they don't do that until this year until March they're releasing like a giant box set mm. all the way up until the 80s no shit so it's like it's this big box I didn't they, even hear about that yeah. yeah it's really cool it's 350 bucks here I'll, I'll show it to you and I'll put a I'll put a link in the uh in the notes here, it was like X Men Children of the Atom box set. Um, and Holy there it is. And Lord. so, like, uh, this, uh, this near mint guy is the guy that, like, I've been I'm watching a lot here. I'm gonna cl- click this, it's probably gonna be loud for a second. Sorry, but anyway, oh, stupid commercial. <laughs> <sighs> uh, That's really neat. Minties. Yeah. So well, I guess he doesn't have any pictures of it. Hold on. I'll go back. But this is whole giant box set. It's 350 bucks, and it's pretty sweet. So, like, I think I might have convinced my wife into letting me get this. I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure yet. We'll see. 3,600 pages. Yeah. So, yeah. Gives you the breakdown of all the volumes. Yep, pretty much. Goes, you know, all the way up to the, to the 80s, which is, you know, Quite a bit. 
That's a lot. Uh, yeah. It's a big box set. So man. that'll be fun. I'll read that. That's, That's cool. I've been wanting to start getting into more reading anyway. I mean, I've, mm-hmm. I've read like sporadic things here and there, but like, and stuff in the 90s when I was, you know, a little kid. Didn't I, uh, I see that Spider-Man 2099 came back out? Like they're re-releasing comics now for that? They have, they've been re-releasing a lot of stuff lately because that's what people like to see. Like they like to see those classic covers and the classic runs. Yeah. Things that they've probably seen before. So a lot of people coming in, I think we talked about this once on the podcast before. It's like when people coming in and they're like, I want to I want to get Captain America. And like there, there's only falcon as captain america and they're like wait a minute where's captain america yet and like oh he's old or he's dead or he's the like he's hydra exactly he's hydra right now <laughs> and so like the kids are like what like no wait a minute let's here's the old runs of this you know the classic mm-hmm. stuff that everybody owns it's just classic so people it gives them a chance to like go back and buy the old stuff so i support that yeah, yeah i want to start reading the 2099 stuff again because mm-hmm. that was that super stuff was crazy me, yeah, yeah that was stuff in the 90s i remember being like what yeah, it was you know, crazy. Just had the whole twenty ninety nine everything. The story I, around it. I had a couple of those, but I don't think I ever followed the stories. I just love the artwork. Yeah. So when I, if it was a cool enough cover, we go to the comic book store and I'd be like, "Mom, I want that." <laughs> I think she was like supportive of that hobby because it was like it's like two dollars for a comic book at the time. Yeah. And I wasn't into like collectibles. Yeah. Even the twenty ninety nine Hawk, I read back when I was a kid, and I thought that was like crazy because it's not anything of the hawk you remember yeah well they're not the same people are they nah. maybe the hulk is but i don't know i don't think it's um, the same people yeah yeah i didn't get into reading it but uh we got 2099 doom 2099 punisher 2099 savage i forgot about punisher 2099 yeah i wouldn't imagine that'd be the same guy yeah maybe that's not. the hawk there no so it's like venom i know the spider-man's not the hawk yeah he's like way more uh, reptilian. I remember that image so vividly, and I didn't until just now. <laughs> oh my! It is so over the top, yeah. guys. Um, I'm going to link this 2099 Punisher cover into the. <laughs> it is so over the top. See, 90s. Who, that has to be like Rob Liefeld or something like. But that. that's what every like preteen boy in the 90s like. You know, you like you imagined yourself when you're like playing. You know, mm. you're like I'm just. <laughs> so I have like pockets. way disproportional muscles and like shoulder pads and guns. Right. Like <laughs> that's funny. It's like they always complain. I'm like Barbie is not you know, something that's achievable. Oh, but yeah, yet we get like these he man <laughs> look at things. It's not possible. I guess maybe that the small difference was like even as a kid, I was like, I'm never gonna look like this. But this is a fun toy to play with. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So oh my gosh, yeah, all those 2099 series. Like when I was long, younger, I remember seeing them all and being like, wow, that looks so cool. It's just such a weird idea. That's not yeah, it's not. Uh, Punish, not Frank Castle. So, yeah, the stories, like Jake Gallows or something. Yeah, they're just so out there. Yeah, it was great. Spider Man was always in, just intrigued me because there were so many different Spider Men. Yeah, well, I mean, up until then, I don't think there was any other different ones. Maybe there's Ben Riley before that. He there's was a clone, the, but the, like uh, Adam or in the universe or whatever, the, the Spider Man that's a black suit, but it has like all the lines with like the circles. Hmm. Okay, I'll have to look that up. Okay, mm-hmm. Cosmic Spider-Man, maybe? Isn't that still Peter Parker, though? Didn't he get, like, cosmic powers from yeah, the, Beyond I'm, or just, something? I don't know. Just all the... Yeah, it might actually still be him. Cosmic. I don't, I don't think they, like... They had Ben Riley, uh, which was, like, a clone or whatever of Spider-Man, but... Yeah, this guy. I read him for a while, too. Cosmic Spider-Man. Yeah. Is it Peter Parker? I don't know. 
I don't remember. It was, I was a kid. So it was a long ass time ago. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> that's, that's why I wanted to start reading again. I'm like, I remember all these things. And like, the only thing that I really, really, really remember is the X-Men Fatal Attraction series because it mm. was the one where like, you know, in the cartoon, it kind of like X-Men kind of happened around the same time of, of what was going in the comics. So like the in the cartoon, like you had like Asteroid M and all this other stuff going on. And like Fatal Attractions has a little bit of that in it. And uh, at one point in time, Magneto just looks at Wolverine because he's being a dork and he just tears the adamantium out of him. Oof. And so like he's just falling apart and Jean Grey's holding his body together with his mo- with her mind. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't have any adamantium in him anymore. And it's crazy. It's such a and that's all these covers at the time had like little cool like uh, fatal attractions. Yeah. The one fatal attractions. That was my favorite, man. It had all they all had like uh, these little cards on the front of them that were like mm-hmm. hologram cards. Yeah, holographic ones. And one of my friends, I remember, like, those hologram cards are worth money if you tore them off, if you take them off the comics. And so, like, I took them all off. And then later, I'm like, oh, wow. It's they would have been much money. No, it's it. not worth anything at oh. all. He was just a moron, and I'm a moron <laughs> for listening to him. <coughs> but so, Cosmic Spider-Man was Peter Parker. Okay, cool. Earth 13 is right. what the universe 13? Was. Yeah, it just says <laughs> Earth 13. Peter Parker, Earth 13. <laughs> it's funny. It's just funny because you usually hear, like, the three-digit numbers, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. 616, whatever. It's like 13. <laughs> it's either that it's either six one six or I haven't ever seen like a low digit like thirteen. Yeah. Normally it's like one nine 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 nine. Wait, what? <laughs> like Which over the holiday break, speaking of, I saw like there was like a Brazilian Comic Con and Kevin Feige spoke there and kinda kept pushing like the multiverse is gonna be unlike anything anybody expected. Um, through Disney Plus and Multiverse of Madness and stuff. Yeah. So kind of digging that. I'm excited because they've got, they, they can't keep it stale. They've got to do something big and different. And That's I feel like thing, things yeah. are kind of moving away from the movies. And I feel like they're kind of moving towards more television, which yeah. I'm kind of happy with if they can keep it up. Well, it's kind of like I'd said like months ago when, before Disney Plus releases, like I have huge faith that I, I think, I think that with the content, they were going to knock it out of the ballpark from the beginning. You know, mm-hmm. like I think the Mandalorian proved it like besides the like li- missing lightsaber battles to me, it was like the film quality yeah. of like a production, like even just production, not even the story, you know, and stuff And the, like I'm expecting like the, the Marvel stuff to be just insane too, especially if they're going to start off. Are they going to start off with one division? It's going to be one of the first at least. Right. One uh, division, I think is the first one. In fact, they bumped it up to this upcoming year. Yeah, it was supposed to come out next year, and they bumped it up. Is it before the new Mandalorian se- season too? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, so it's like they said fall. So I don't yeah, because the Mandalorian is supposed to come out like the next fall too. Maybe yeah. it's to be around the same time or something. Maybe, but I think it's in reaction to a lot of people ditching their oh after uh, Mandalorian. Yeah, they ditched all their accounts. In fact, I saw a lot of like memes or whatever where it was like, "Why you're leaving Disney Plus?" And it's like Mandalorian's over. over. This is the way. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah. You know? I have spoken. Or is, that, or is that meme of that guy's like, I want to see the baby. Exactly. Like, <laughs> it, it's interesting because even though the, I think the content has been top notch, mm-hmm. especially the new stuff, the um, the actual execution of the technical side was surprisingly like not great. What do you mean? Like the launch day being like glitchy for people. Oh, yeah. Like uh, episodes being out of order, like weird availability issues. Mm-hmm. Did you see like Home Alone's not on there anymore? Oh, weird. No, I didn't like know right after the holidays, they took them off. Except for huh. the third one that the, nobody wants to see. So it's like, did you know there's five home loans? And I have them all in this weird paint bucket right <laughs> oh, next to nice. Vince. Why would, uh, they, why would they include the bad ones in a box set? Well, I imagine they need to fill that giant paint bucket. Put, um, put something else in it. 
<laughs> they came with all the. It came with the Blu-rays for the first two, mm-hmm. but DVDs for all of them. Uh, and then I think it came with. Uh, I could. I added it to my Google Play account for the t- first two movies. Oh, gotcha! I love that it's a paint can too, because it's yeah. like the object of violence. It's funny because like my mother-in-law. I think I probably said something to her like a few years ago, like, "Oh, I really like Home Alone. I wish I had that, you know, on movie or something." I can't remember. But apparently she bought that for me like two years ago and then lost it. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then when it came around to Christmas, it was just weird because normally my mother-in-law is like, what do you want? Just tell me and I will buy it in front of you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. And she'll like box it up. I'm like, here you go. Like, oh, I don't know. This is a microphone that I specifically picked out for myself. <laughs> but like, it was weird. I was like, what just the home surprised. alone? <laughs> Man, that's like the second story like that we've heard. A friend of ours um, got his like sister like the super dope, like I won't say what it is, but super dope, like expensive Christmas gift that like, <laughs> You know, it's like one of those things you get one of your siblings maybe once a decade, mm-hmm. right? That kind of like cost or whatever. And then was like really upset at Christmas when she wouldn't even like talk, have like a decent conversation with him or said thank you for it or anything like that. And then like after Christmas, um, I forget, like something came up where like it would have made sense for her to like have used that gift for something. Mm-hmm. And then she didn't bring it up. And he was like, aren't you just going to use the thing I got you? And she's like, what? They found out they got shipped to like her mom or something. And she saw our friend's name on it and thought it was for him and just put it in storage and never gave it to her. Oh, and so he was just upset that she wasn't reacting, but she didn't even know she got, she didn't it. Know she got it. Oh man. Cause it was just like kept away as like communication folks. That's, <laughs> that's gotta be so awkward. Though. But also it's like, that's a generational thing where it's like, you know, like uh, somebody like our parents or grandparents generation, like, mm-hmm. Oh, I'll just put this in storage until they come back home. Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> dude, I've put things in places Jeez. before and lost it plenty of times. Yeah. In fact, I was opening stuff up from when we uh, packaged stuff back at home like 10 years ago before we moved from Chicago to L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I opened it up. I was like, oh, those are where the, those NES games were at. You know? <laughs> oh, I thought we, I thought somebody stole them or we lost them, you know? That's awesome. I love so. the, the finds. <laughs> exactly. That's so funny. And uh, Speaking of Christmas and comic books, uh, so Josh uh, got me... Um, the Mortal Kombat X comics or like the first volume or something. Yeah, I, think the first I started one. reading through them. I read like one or maybe two of the the, the smallest issues, whatever those are. Yeah, it's just like probably like, four issues in there probably. Yeah, well, I mean like before you got me that, I got the, oh, okay. I, I read like maybe the first or what. They were only like what, 10 pages or something yeah, when the individual short. issues <laughs> and stuff. And it's just interesting because it's like, uh, A, it just starts off with like delving into like Scorpion's like family life and stuff, you know, before you was Scorpion and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's it's weirdly violent for still being like a home story because you just see these people like get murdered and stuff. Right. But um, it's just like all the, like the gladiator stories and all that stuff. Yeah. But uh, it's just wild to read because in my head I'm like, is this is this still canon? Because MK is all over the place anyway. It's like a giant comic book series. Like every time, like a new game comes out. Actually, sometimes when DLC comes out, it just changes. It's like, oh, this is gonna be that now, you know? <laughs> and it's not. It's happened so much. I think it's part of what people are like, kind of love about the series. It's like, well, what are they going to do next? You know, like, yeah. and if I don't like this, it'll probably change next time anyway. Right. Like, <laughs> just keep rewriting storylines. Wait, um, wait till the next co- or the next game. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I kind of mentioned that it. for two reasons. Is if anybody's a Mortal Kombat fan, they were, over Christmas they released the Sindel DLC, and that was the first time I think in my head that the DLC had changed like canon in the middle of a game. Like, <laughs> they even wait for the next game. Uh, it, yeah. Historically, ever since Mortal Kombat 3, she was Katana's mother, and the TLDR of it was like, she was a good good queen, and then her husband, with all these crazy people, Katana, Sindel, Malina, and stuff, mm. Sindel's husband was named Jared. 
<laughs> I mean, no, it, was, to Jared. it was spelled it was spelled weird, but it was still Jared. So anyway, Jared the Good King was like killed by Shao Kahn, and then like he like conquered and took Sindel, and then she committed suicide because <laughs> she couldn't be married to that man, and now she got resurrected as this demon lady or whatever. Yep. And she found a new love, Dave. Right. <laughs> I was expecting that from this DLC. When this DLC <laughs> happened, they were like they kind of revealed like I mean I guess spoilers, but most people have played this by now. Who care? Uh, they were like, oh, she was evil all along. She actually is the one that killed Jared and like left with Shao Kahn. It literally turned into a soap opera, but it changed like a 20 year old canon, <laughs> and then like in the Paul middle from, of the game. And then Paul from uh, Deadpool shows up. Right, probably. <laughs> um, and then the second thing I want to mention about MK is that they finished shooting early. Oh, are they done? They're done. Oh. Which I, I don't know heard that, anything I don't, besides the last time we talked about it. I don't it. know yeah, if that's, that's a good or a bad thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, be good. I, I guess it's good right because it's not they start marketing it well i mean it's they it's been pushed up by like one or two months it's still 2021 oh um but they should be uh the so i saw i I just saw like pictures uh, of anything you know the cast has been like kind of openly posting like behind the scenes stuff Hmm. that looks fine um the girl that's playing melina so it got a little bit of flack because uh some hardcore fans were like you don't get this character because she (laughs) she mentioned something like they were doing makeup on her, and someone who doesn't know the Mortal Kombat franchise asked why she was having these big teeth added to her, and she's like, "I play an alien," and the fans were like, "Alien? What the hell?" And it's like, "Well, oh, technically, gosh. technically, they're right. It's an off-planet, you know, thing. We just always talk about realms and stuff. Yeah. So technically, they're right. But um, I don't know. I guess she might she might be one of the Halle Berries, where it's just like, I didn't know anything about this before jumping in. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Like I just picture those people because like. That's what people used to picture nerds as, you know, it'd be like yeah. Revenge of the Nerds, like kids, yeah, I know about the X-Men. <laughs> like, no, it's like, it's a lot more than that, you know. However, there are, I remember waiting in line to see Spider-Man 2 uh-huh. at a theater, and like, at the same time, there was like a line right next to us to another place, and I was like, oh, what are you guys seeing? I'm like, we're seeing Jason X, and oh, I was God. like, these these two nerds, Yeah. and I swear to you, it's just they look like the two nerds that were in like Wayne's World too. It's like my mom dropped me off at the parking ride right, in order. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm just, I'm like, okay, that's so funny. Yeah, no, I'm I'm getting anxious about the movie, which is probably the best culmination because I'm a little bit nervous but excited about it. it could be good. That symbol, though, just keeps... At first, I was like, you know what? Let's see. And the more I see it, the more angry I get. Yeah. So we'll see. Because <laughs> I even showed it to a uh, friend, Mari, who's a, a, a gamer, but also not, not the hugest Mortal Kombat fan. And even she was like, ooh, yeah, that was a misstep. And I was like, oh, God, don't say that. <laughs> I literally looked at it. She's like, it's been the same for how long? Yeah. <laughs> or the same bad. shape. <laughs> and you can't do just slightly updated, like then the second and whatever movie. It was weird because they, yeah, that, or they updated it for like Mortal Kombat 9 mm. through 10 and 11 and stuff. Like, But, but it's like the, the same, same shape. shape. Yeah. yeah. They just add texture. This one, they just changed. They're like Game of Thrones, Mortal Kombat. Like, so, okay. You know, yeah. looks whatever. Looks like Mushu. Right. <laughs> they did. Sh- Where my Mushu? There was, someone posted like photos of uh, the different actors in front of the trailers with their name tags on it you know mm-hmm. and it was like ooh, okay i can see this they had like shang Tsung and raiden and everything the guy who plays kano looks like the kano we knew like but like way buffer so i was like huh are they just gonna it would be really funny if the kano in this movie also redefined the character because that's what happened with the first movie mm-hmm. like he was supposed to be half japanese and then the movie is like did you miss me baby he's like he's australian <laughs> now we love it <laughs> i didn't go <laughs> yeah i'm glad that did not happen to wolverine <laughs> that was so bad <laughs> I'm so, I'm so happy they didn't keep that. But anyway, I mean that's <laughs> he's the, Canadian. Damn, that's really <laughs> over the holidays. That was I guess that was the only update was they they finished shooting early. So I I 
in my head, that's good news because that means like over a year pre uh, post production, right? Yeah. So maybe that could be cool. Who knows? And they have enough time to go back and do some reshooting if and, they need to, and not and not pull <laughs> a cats. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how much time we're going to spend on this, but that, did you did you see cats? I did not see cats. Okay, so I'm not going to go see. We that. saw cats. Um, it's going to be like the next room, the room, yeah, or like Rocky Horror Picture Show. Like mm-hmm. there's going to be like cult viewings, like weekly, with yeah. people doing weird things at the screen stuff, just because of how bad it was. Well, how bad it is, but also how classic the songs are, you know? Yeah. And so, like, because it, it's still Andrew Lloyd Webber, and he was the music supervisor on this movie too, so it wasn't like it was in different hands. Um, but the reason I brought it up was because reportedly the, I was watching more about this today. The VFX weren't done and it's worse than I thought it was like, so they, they did a patch update the Sunday of the opening weekend. And, um, in my head, it was like, after seeing it, there's like scenes where like faces float and stuff. I was like, okay, maybe it's that, or maybe they want to like refine fur or something like that. Like there are times when like feet, like go through the floor, (laughs) like, like PS one problems, like video games, like, or through the floor or like human hands. Like there's a screenshot. If you go anywhere on like Google and sh- like search cats, Judy Dench, mm-hmm. like human hands, it shows her like full like fur and then like just a human hand out of nowhere with everything else like rendered. And they someone just missed the hand. Oh my gosh. Like, you know, it's really funny because like I, I just <clears throat> was trying to pull it up here a second ago. It made the short list for the Oscars for VFX. Yeah. So, and then they pulled it. Hopefully. They well, so, pulled. so, I, so I, I don't know how the Oscars work, but like it, for the Grammys, you can like submit and be on like the, uh, on like a long list or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and then I guess if you're a bigger entity, then you get kind of get good faith into yeah. things. Uh, to their credit, most of the VFX is pretty groundbreaking. I can't, I couldn't tell that it was kind of 100% CGI for a lot of it, you know, besides yeah. the human cats, but like the background and stuff, like, um, it's just those missteps were just like, I, it makes me wonder if the Tom Hooper or whatever was just like, he's just never done something VFX heavy. Maybe. Like, no, because there's quotes from him saying that he was up until like eight, in the morning of the day of the premiere, finalizing the VFX on the film. How do you do that? And if they still weren't done, you know? So it was like, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Like it's, it's really weird. And the movie is so effing insane. At some point within like a week of that, you've got to know that it's not finished. <laughs> you can't release something like that and just not be, I know it's like, Oh, we need to hit this Christmas time. Yeah. Thing. But like, you kidding me, man? So I think they said it kind of got a little bit better because at first they were like, "We lost a hundred million dollars on it." I think now it's projected seventy-one million. Still not great. <laughs> yeah, but like, man, what a what a weird weird movie. Um, I and do. I'm sure they would never give it to Avengers, which had how many freaking VFX <laughs> shots? And you know, what we were talking about was it the Collider thing where they're like, you can't tell this whole scene right here. Yeah, it's completely VFX for the suits. Yeah, yeah. And like, what the heck? There's no dots on them or anything. There's. I saw um, the Irishman was like that. I did. So Netflix, if you get a chance, I haven't seen the Irishman. Yeah. Um, actually, to be completely honest, I'm not the hugest like uh, mob movie fan. Yeah. I'll sit. I'll like watch them with friends and stuff, and things. But something that's like what they say, like nearly four hours long or something. Yeah, it says three. I'm, I think my I, I it would I would have to be with somebody who wanted to like see it, you know, stuff. But um, Netflix, you can look it up. Just released like a 13 minute like mini documentary mm. about how I didn't know this, but I guess the movie uh, moves back and forward in time, like give or take 10 years. Okay. And uh, or over the course of 10 years. And so I guess Scorsese's had this screenplay for a long time mm. and nobody would make it until Netflix and he conceded to Netflix. And I don't know how that works. I don't know how you like 
you get it produced by a streaming company, but then you like don't hit like the Avengers. But exactly, but, <laughs> I'm going to complain about movies, and then I'm going to put something on Netflix. But uh, I guess he said that he originally wrote it for you know Robert De Niro and and all those guys and stuff when they were younger, mm-hmm. and he said now they couldn't; they were too old to play their younger selves, even yeah. with makeup. Uh, but they said all those guys are such legends. They're like, we're not wearing VFX dots. So ILM had to like make a new technology to mocap without dots. And then I mean, they isn't that kind them. of like uh, deep fakes. I guess so. What they, I've seen some freaking amazing deep fakes. So what they did stuff. with this was they, you can watch the whole thing and it'll explain in greater detail. There's like the main camera mm-hmm. and then there's two, they called it the Hydra head. There was two head like cameras on each side that were like infrared mm-hmm. reading all the data and stuff. And then they de aged them. What, Maybe somebody else would be less critical, but you know, in the middle of them saying like it's amazing because you can't even tell, and I'm like looking, I'm like that is so uncanny. Like, I was like, I hadn't watched the movie yet, and I saw this clip of Robert De Niro, quote unquote, younger, and I was like, ooh, that's rough. That's bad. I mean, it's not bad. Oh. Like it's good. Like, but it looks like a game. Like it, without anybody telling me, that it would come across the screen. I'm like, oh, VFX. Like, yeah, it's not as like transparent as like they were saying in the thing to me at least. But um, it's not as bad as like. X Men: The Last Stand. Oh, where no. their faces are floating. No, no, yeah, there's no floating <laughs> faces or anything. But it's just like you look at it, you're like, oh, I'm playing like a PS4 game. Where was that? You know, The Last Stand. At the very beginning, they went to go meet Jean and her mom and dad, and it's like you know they're a lot younger apparently, and they're walking, and they're uh, Magneto and and Xavier. And their faces were floating. Yeah, it was really bad. They look like bobbleheads. Jesus, it it's weird. It's you can tell that they're not real. Yeah, it you looks know? really bad. Huh. Um, I don't know it. So anyway, that that was I didn't know there was that much VFX in Irishman. So they said every single shot in Irishman had like VFX. It was like something like twelve hundred shots or something like Crazy. that. Crazy. Um, and they, they might said, as well do a superhero movie. And they <laughs> yeah, and, but they said they didn't have any animators. They had IT team take care of it because they didn't want to animate anything. They wanted to take the guys' performances, which I guess is commendable. But I'm excited to see what the next thing they do with this. Because you know, this is this is going to be the grand poetic justice. That technology is going to go on to go to the next Marvel movie. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, probably. It'd be sweet if you can, you know, bring everybody back. You can get Robert De Niro and make, or not, or Robert. Uh, oh, oh Downey Jr. Yeah, Downey Jr. Bring him back and de-age him. Like, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> do young, young. But Tony. I guess how they A/B tested it though is to proof of concept for them. Once again, I think it's passable, like for viewing or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just that they were describing this like you will never be able to tell. It's like I can, I can. See, I'm not even a film guy. And I can see it, but um, oh man, I, it's mostly in the movement too. Because I think still images. I'm like, oh, maybe I don't know. Yeah. You know, but um, they said that they to do the proof of concept. They took a scene. I don't know what movie it was from. It was like one of their classic movies, like Godfather or something like that. And they just had like the different actors redo the scene that everybody knows well, mm-hmm. and then had the company de-age them to the age they were when that movie happened. Uh, to prove it and they were like oh my god like it's it's there um i think the clip i saw of the example they gave was like okay i could see that being like sell, sold like let's do it you know um but i don't know that's just really it's really odd uh that scorsese ended up doing a movie that had like way more vfx shots than any <laughs> avenger movie <laughs> oh man I don't know. I feel like that whole thing was still a kind of like a, hey, my Irishman movie is coming out. I might as well cause a ruckus, you know? <laughs> Probably. Probably was. So. And he also, I didn't know this until we saw it. He co-produced Uncut Gems. Oh, cool. That has nothing to do with like geek stuff. Have Heavily you seen re- it? Yeah. Have you recommended though? If you like those like, I don't even know why you would call that. It. It's a mob movie, I guess. 
Is it a mob but movie? Kind of. Okay. It's about like a diamond dealer. You know, okay. that's not quite clean. There's pe- some people that immediately come to mind in my personal life when I see the main character. Yeah. It's very stressful, though. So oh, if yeah. you suffer from anxiety or having a bad week, maybe not a good watch. Oh, okay. It's just because the first 10 or 15 minutes, I was like, oh, man, everything's so erratic and stuff. But we're getting an idea of what kind of character Adam Sandler is. Yeah. It's just that way the whole movie. Like, I'm just like so stressed out. He looked so great. Like in the clip that I saw, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wow. Adam's like actually jumping out there. And I can, I know he's can be like a really good serious actor, mm-hmm. which is weird coming from like just being a comedian, you know? What was it? Funny People was his first serious movie that no, they released. There was, uh, what was that? Punch Drunk Love. Oh, yeah. And then with the tiny was piano. Rain, Rain Over Me was another Rain one. Over Me is really mm-hmm. good too. All of those were all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Funny People was horrible. I thought that movie was sucked. It's a weird I, concept. Uh, I like yeah. Funny People, but. It's got some funny parts in it, like the Randy thing, and it, it kind of <laughs> reminds me of like comedians are trying to give a peek of like this is what our lives are really like, yeah, guys, you know, it's where like things are just really crazy messy. I'm sure, mm-hmm. and, like, but no, Uncut Gems, I guess, was ex- our co-producer, executive produced by mm-hmm. Martin Scorsese, and you could tell like it was just had that feel. Yeah, it was just I had that very like like Godfatherish. I was trying to describe it to my mom. <laughs> and mom, don't see it, please. She, she's like, what'd you do? I was like, oh, I saw Uncut Gem. And she's like, what's that? And I'm like, oh, correct. Mm, How am I going to yeah. explain this? So I literally just like copied and pasted the the wiki. Uh, <laughs> like read it to my hair. If, if you do want to watch it, though, don't let anybody tell you about it. Because I thought it was just going to be like, I don't know, like a regular Scorsese movie. But there's like heavy spoilers that could possibly be made of the movie, you know? Oh, weird. But uh, I guess one of the reasons Adam Sandler's so good in it is that it was pitched to him 10 years ago. Huh. And his uh, agent turned it down twice. And so the guys just held out. Um, I didn't know also, there's a girl in it, Julia, um, that's like kind of a breakout actress in this. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a friend of the director's, and so she was always, always going to be in the role. So she also waited like 10 years hmm. for the thing. So I don't know, cool movie. movie big but movie, why not? Super, <laughs> super stressful. Dina Menzel was hot. Oh, yeah, I forgot she's... Um, his wife. So this is in the trailer, so it's not like, or in the promo material, so it's not a complete spoiler, but Idina Menzel is Adam Sandler's wife and Julia is Adam Sandler's girlfriend. So mm-hmm. that's already like a start of like, and he's a diamond dealer. That's the start of the story. You know? Jewish. Everything was very New York Jew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I oh. saw an interview with him where he's like, they're like, yeah, what do you have to do to get into character? He's like, oh, I had to do so much research. <laughs> I think one of the things he did was he followed around some like diamond dealer guy oh, yeah. to see like, how erratic that stuff was but yeah besides that he was just him i was gonna say like he's like you know i just you know being jewish and being in the community and knowing like he's like basically like i understand the, yeah. the, i think the stand-up part of uh adam uh, came in handy because of how fast talking like these dealers are you know he's mm-hmm. just trying to like wheel and deal and stuff is like the, so some of the stuff he was saying is like man that was really effed up but yeah that guy would say stuff like that yeah. you know like <laughs> I, I really wanted to see it, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to get around to it. We, but we watched a bunch of movies for over the holidays. We got around to Frozen. I didn't really think? like it. Like, oh, really? I mean, like, it was okay. Like, it was, it was all right. I didn't feel like it was definitely big enough to be the sequel. Mm. I was kind of like missed opportun- some missed opportunities, and I didn't like any of the songs. Really? I thought the yeah. songs were better this time around. Oh, no. I didn't. I, I liked the other songs way better. Cause I like, just like Into the Unknown. That was the only one but I liked. Even that one I wasn't a big fan of. But like of. Sh- the song Show Yourself, I thought was like career like milestone for Idina Menzel and uh, Next Right Thing. The favorite show, my favorite song is the one that's Kristoff's song, and to be honest, I can't, oh, yeah, I can't even funny. remember it. Lost in the Woods. Was, it was. Um, like I watched a thing with the songwriters later mm-hmm. about their whole thing of writing all seven songs and 
Uh, one of my favorite songs from that was uh, Next Right Thing that uh, Anna sings when she's by herself. Okay. And I guess I was like, man, that's weird because it's not a pop song. So it's not going to be like a chart topping thing. But if, as far as like, it's a very like theatrical, like um, emotive song. I was like, I forgot I was watching animation mm -hmm. for that moment. Then I found out uh, through this interview that it was the first song they wrote for the movie. And it was kind of not even really meant to be in the movie. It's just the, the I guess the director or one of the directors, uh, Chris Buck, mm -hmm. he, he lost his like young son in a car accident oh, wow. during the middle of production. And they said he had to come in every day and like be the cheerleader for the whole group. And so the composers like saw that and they wrote this song. Like, all, you, all you can do is just do the next right thing. And so it ended up being this like morose song, and they were like, "This is Anna's song when she's lost everything." And I was like, "Oh, that kind of explains like why I felt like the way I did yeah. when she was doing that." And then the show yourself, I don't know. It was just like it, she was in the same similar moment as uh, um, Anna, but you figured they'd go that was for funny. more like the theatrical, like more orchestral or whatever. I don't know what you'd call it, but not pop. Let's just say that mm -hmm. uh, because the the in the first movie, the whole "Let It Go" song. Like, well, it had, like, definitely some pop elements to it. It's definitely more of, like, a big, giant orchestral production mm -hmm. as opposed to, you know, they had Demi Lovato's version, which they tried to push for a while yeah. afterwards, and people just didn't at least latch on to that one. Yeah. It definitely crossed over for you know, other reasons, but, like, the one that everybody listens to and everybody plays yeah. is not the Demi Lovato version. I don't know how true it is, but I heard the urban legend that goes around is that, like, you know, Elsa was supposed to be the villain of the movie, and yeah. then once they heard Idina Menzel's performance of let it go they're like oh no she had a she had a turning point i don't know if they you know? did it that like that far in with the with the song or whatever mm -hmm. but i know i saw some behind the scenes thing that said yeah that originally they thought of her being mm -hmm. some kind of well, bad guy they said early on because i think idina menzel or kristen bell were, were like the second and third like casts of the original movie and stuff mm -hmm. and so they were um they brought the writers the songwriters to them so they could write songs for them and stuff and so when that first like started uh, the first things of let it go were coming out they're like oh yeah no <laughs> this is gonna be different <laughs> oh no we can't go that far are people are gonna like him <laughs> what is that make her bad guy now i didn't know this this was very serendipitous too i guess so the songwriters for that movie are a married couple mm -hmm. and the the wife um they're obviously they're all in the new york like broadway scene the wife had originally auditioned for idina menzel's role in rent as well hmm. And obviously didn't get it. And so she said it was like this thing where she always looked up to her after that because she was, she even she conceded like, oh, this is her role. Yeah. And then she said like, fast forward 15 years later, I'm like writing her like signature song. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. I wonder how much they get to keep of that, you know, because when you're writing for like a movie or something like that, I'm sure writing for Disney, mm -hmm. I'm sure. It's probably a weird contract. Had to have or like not some weird. kind of just like, hey, we own this. Yeah, because yeah. they can well, do whatever the heck they want. Yeah. With it, well, the songwriting's still on there, so like they're getting like mm -hmm. this legal. Man, even just that, man. I mean, that's got to take so care of you. You know, like I mean, just the the residuals coming off. Like, like how much of the percentage of the songwriting do you think she mm -hmm. got? You think maybe they cross it over to Disney a I mean, certain amount? The, all of the writers should have went to her. The writers, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming Disney probably took all or most of the publishing, yeah. but mm -hmm. you know, like even then though, it's like if you have like the number one song in the world for like six years. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> set forever. And it's in a musical now. I mean, and they could have been dicks about it though and like, hey, yeah, we want a saying. percentage of the writing too. Yeah. But, but they came back for the second one, so that kind of tells me that yeah, it, was it was a good, a good enough deal. deal. Mm -hmm. The um, And they seem very happy to do it. Um, the let it go though like yeah it was like how, top of the charts for how many years 
Then there's a musical now, so the residuals of that got to be crazy. It's in a billion toys, too. Yeah, and then so. I, I'm uh, almost done playing Kingdom Hearts 3. The full cinematic with the entire song mm-hmm. in it. So, like, just from personal experience, like, video game residuals are crazy. So, like, they had the full song. They just recreated the scene from Frozen's Let It Go. Yeah. It just inserted Goofy, Sora, and Donald, <laughs> like, watching the whole thing happen. Um, so, like, it, all those different angles. I mean, Disney's definitely getting paid but like those oh, yeah. that couple's probably like we're good yeah <laughs> shit i'm sure you can i think you could probably look that up if she's ass cap right i think you can look up look up the splits i'm not saying two right now you don't have to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> i'm curious now let's see yeah, i don't know about bmi but i know the ass cap oh I yeah bmi has the same thing too yeah you could look up the splits yeah but uh let's see anyway anything else <laughs> been say, going on oh uh, yeah let's well, look like, it up this up um, I, I got around to watching, um, we watched, I think some of the move, one of the movies that made us, we watched the home alone one. I don't know if we talked uh, about that last time. Oh, no. the movies that made us. Yeah. But it was great. Yeah. Um, right? I cool. definitely recommend, uh, watching that. Um, it's a Netflix TV show. And then I watched after, you know, reading all this turtle stuff and like, you know, feeling very nostalgic for the Ninja Turtles. I, uh. Watched the toys that made us one for the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. yeah, it was really, really good, and it was really almost like a tearjerker at the end because you know Peter Laird and Kevin Eastman had kind oh, of that's right had you know I'm sure it wasn't like a mean fallout like an absolute like but you can tell they just he didn't want to talk like Laird and Eastman didn't want to talk to each other yeah and you know or at least be included in the same you know situations. And so at the end of it, they get them both together and like they go over the old Mirage studios, you know, yep. just looking at old stuff. And they get to like ink, like they're both like drawing and inking, inking each other's drawings. And you're like, oh, gosh, you know, because <laughs> like, they hadn't seen they hadn't actually they'd seen each other once at a con like con, but like just in passing. And so this time was like the first time they've seen him and like like sat down and talked or or when they drawn together, like they hadn't drawn together in like 20 years. Yeah, business and friends, business and family, that's always really tough. Well, they were friends when it blew up. So, like, the whole thing was, like, you know, they were living together, like, and they were in Maine and, like, a little sleepy town. Like, yep. and so. That's where Mirage was. Uh, yeah, well, Mirage was just their room. Their, like, their it was just a house. Townhouse. Yeah, and so they made it, like, fake. Like, this is our studio. But they were literally, like, Laird was, like, drawing, like, little things for uh, a newspaper. And. Uh, Eastman was just like bagging groceries or something, <laughs> and so just to make the rent. Yeah, and so they were just like drawing something funny one night, like thinking like, "What's the stupidest thing you could draw?" And it's like, "Well, how about like you know putting something that's really slow and something just something really fast, like a ninja that's a turtle." Mm-hmm. And they put it together and they made each other laugh. And the they, first drawing was mm-hmm. way more like a turtle. It does look a lot more like literally a turtle standing yeah. up on its hind legs. And I think even the nunchucks that he put on him, oh, yeah. like are taped onto his hands. Yeah. So, <laughs> and so it was, it was pretty great to see like that whole thing of like just being crazy, like because they didn't even like, they didn't know, they didn't know what was going on. They did really, really well, just out of the, out of the gate with uh, comics. Yeah. Like they sold everything out in one day. They'd self-produced everything. They sold everything out in one day and then they, uh, randomly some dude came to him and was like, Hey, I want to, you know, make toys. Well, how about we make some toys out in your comics? And so like they found some like a uh, Japanese company or something that would, that would make it. And then like, they made the cartoon because of that. And it's just, it, the whole thing just was a giant snowball. It's just a crazy cool. ride. Yeah. Uh, especially cause, uh, what was it like 
the one decided he's going to sell his share or he wanted to buy the other one out or whatever. And well, then there was a lot of battles. Well, it wasn't, there was just the one big battle, like, because they just had, you know, so much crap was going on. And then later like, on when the movies came out, they re went back to Laird or one of them and sold the, he sold the rights again without like the other one's permission or whatever. No, I mean, here, well, here's what happened with it, with the whole deal. Like, there's lots of different incarnations of the Turtles over the time, and they had grown to be, like, Mirage Studios was an actual place, and that they had all this stuff going on, and they had done how many cartoons and how many series and how many movies and all this other stuff. And because the first movie was a completely independent movie. Like, it was the biggest, at the time, it was the biggest independent movie ever. In the movies that made us, they said that they showed it to the execs, and they're like, you messed this up. Yeah. And then it came back like the next weekend and blew everything away for like weeks and weeks and weeks. I mean, even like the people that were in there blew their careers up too, didn't yeah. it? Like, uh, was it? Well, they even got Vanilla the, Ice in the third, in the second. Well, he's one in the second one. one. He was already big in the first place, but yeah, that Go Ninja that song blew him up, or was like a <laughs> I number, think that was probably like probably more the downfill of, downfall of him on, on his so side, goofy, probably. Yeah. But what had happened was uh, they had kind of been like not fighting, but like things had gotten just too busy not not like it used to be when when they were younger and uh they had done a new tv show and they came the fox execs came to them because it was gonna be a live action tv show and i remember this show when it came out as like the new mutation or whatever and it was so it was live action turtles it looks awful and they said well we wanted to just randomly have like the girl there's like a they had the four turtles but like oops there was another turtle that you just didn't, you know, got lost in the end. And it's a girl turtle. It's your sister. Oh, that's right. And later it was like, no, we always made these guys as four brothers. We, you know, we always kept like, this is, we always thought it was stupid because people in the past would say, well, why don't you make a girl turtle? It's like, well, these guys are four brothers and they're always stuck together. So like, we're going to just do that. They have other, they have tons of other crazy, like, you know, female, uh, people like good and bad, but like, yeah. They're like, we want to keep these guys this as brothers. So like Fox is like, we should do this. And Eastman was like, yeah, let's do it. And and Laird was like, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, I don't know. That's when they fell out. Like, and they, I think Laird Didn't left. they eventually do it and it failed? And, and Oh yeah. That there's only one season of it and it's awful. Yeah. It is straight up awful. Uh, no she has it. magic. Oh God. So it's weird. They defeat Shredder in the first episode. <laughs> they just knew. With magic. They knew. Yeah. She's like, like, this isn't going to go anywhere. Think about all the bad things you've done, Shredder. I remember that crap. And he's like, no. (laughs) He goes away. And so. What was his name? Original name? Rokosaki. Rokosaki. (laughs) And Homato Yoshi. Yep. Was Shredder. Or I mean, uh, Splinter. Mm -hmm. Or Splinter's, depending on which one he is. I forget what. Splinter's uh, owner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) It all depends. Depending on the timeline. Yeah. The new one's kind of weird because it's reincarnation. Oh, so like not only are where the turtles like w- when the turtles got the stuff splashed on them with Splinter, they were already like his sons. They were his sons and Splinter was actually his, their father, but they, he was Hamato Yoshi and they were actually his sons. So like it's crazy. Like it, I was like, oh, weird. They're, and it's funny because Eastman actually I'll go backwards a little bit. They had that feud. Yeah. And Eastman kind of left and someone else, a bunch of other people, I think, uh, took over the turtles comics and it was awful. Like they made some crazy weird things like Raphael um, and Donatello, like being like evil and all this other garbage going on. Weird. And so people kind of ignore those, those comics. (laughs) I would imagine. And uh, so in the future, I don't know where I was going to go from there, but, uh, Oh, with the, uh, uh, 
Hamato Yoshi and the timelines and oh yeah so they yeah with this now it's all reincarnation and stuff as opposed to you know before in the cartoons he was a real person and the turtles were just turtles right and so and then that movie it was like the rat was in a cage watching shredder yeah and he's like learning kung fu which i haven't (laughs) read the originals i love that i haven't read the originals but from what i know that's closer to what the originals are than the the tv show is nice in fact, that whole the whole darkness to that movie, I love. And that movie stands up so well. Still I to that still this day. Think that movie is great. Yeah, I mean the second one's like a little bit goofier because like they're like trying to make it more kid friendly. Yeah. And then the third one's just not very good at all. Turtles in time. Yeah, they didn't actually call it that until much later. Yeah, it was after way the video late, game right? came it was out. Just like <laughs> Turtles Three or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But so let it go. Is just no. split 50-50 between the two, the husband and wife, oh, and cool. then the publishings with Disney. One is Disney subsidiaries. Okay. Um, so That's Disney good. basically gets all the publishing and which makes sense. I mean, they yeah. probably funded like the whole production of it and stuff. Like just anybody listening is not music. Like it is very common. Um, so like every song split into publishing and writers and the publishing can be part of the writers. But if like, you know, Disney hires you to write something, it would not be uncommon for them to be like, but we get the publishing side. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's like a standard kind of deal, but you're going to make a lot of money off of this yeah. forever. Yeah, yeah, literally. Because forever. of us in this movie. It's so. in so many things right now mm-hmm. that it's going to be really difficult to for that song to fade away. Yeah. Like the video games, the musicals, like every, like everything. Like I think about Elton John, you know, it was probably a great deal to like do Lion King the first time around. Mm-hmm. But now that it's like one of the, like a long running like Broadway musical, it's like, nope, just cha-ching. Like every time they played every day, you know, like. Oh, I, mean, I mean, he made so much money in the first place, you know, but Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> no, a, stupid. once you rich. get one of those killer musicals, you know, because they, they play them like almost every day of the week, sometimes mm-hmm. multiple times, and then you yeah. get residuals for every single performance. I wonder like, how much they get from those performances. I wonder how much of what the dollars amount, because, you know, like when they play something at like the stadium, like a uh, Dodger Stadium or something, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, how much money do they get from that? Or do they actually track that? I know, I know they track it, but like. Yeah, well, like some, something that's like regimen, like a musical or something, mm-hmm. they have like hard numbers, so they're able to go by. But okay. like, it's also forefront, so I think the rate's like a lot different than if it was like playing the background in a stadium or something. Okay, but it's also different if like uh, I, we just know this because of stuff we did with the Phillies. Like if if the song just happens to be on and then like everybody's just messing around, it's one thing. But if it like so if like Maroon Five has a song, it comes on and everybody's just like you know enjoying like the atmosphere is one thing. But if like the if there's like dancers that are choreographed <laughs> to the Maroon Five song is a whole different more. like thing, you know. Sheesh. It's like a primary thing. There's That's a whole bunch. So of, confusing. It is totally confusing. <laughs> uh, I'm but, in. I'm in music. I I never gotten into that, obviously. But right. Oof. It's uh, it's it's interesting. But yeah, like uh, I well going back to what you said about the Frozen songs originally. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything's gonna replace like the first set as yeah. far as like the uh, timelessness or whatever. I just personally like I thought the songs were like better this time around as far as like not knowing much about like I actually kind of forgot most of the first movie hmm. besides the big bullet points and coming to the second movie I was like oh this was funny like Olaf is very self-aware of everything's going on <laughs> that was <laughs> like, pretty funny and um, it it's kind of a it is kind of a shorter journey come to think of it they just basically go to the woods yeah pretty much next door like hey the woods are back here uh, mm-hmm. we can't go in there oh we can go in there now oh good but uh, now we're stuck in there. No, we got to solve a problem. I did think that it was kind of cool that it continued that tradition of, um, like, kind of, uh, was it like, uh, un, like, what's the word? Unconventional, um, like, principles. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, the first one, it wasn't a prince that saved them, it was the sisters. Mm-hmm. And then in this one, 
um, they learned that their family had a little dirtier history than some of the other like Disney princesses. And I know other Disney princesses had like wicked stepmothers and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But this is one that like you had led, been led to believe were like squeaky clean yeah. up until this point, you know. And so you're just kind of seeing like, oh, dad was kind of a weirdo. Like, you know, like he kind of like did some people wrong. That was then, grandpa. Like, was it gra- the grandpa? Yeah. That's right. And then like also like you're you're both people. I know it's not necessarily a race thing, but like she was of two different kind of feuding mm-hmm. groups. It was like a kind of a Romeo and Juliet thing, but not really like like it was two feuding like factions and she was like the joining yeah. factor of them both. Which you figured like that would help their I don't know. It did in the long run. Well, I imagine that, yeah, in the long run, now that they mm-hmm. knew, but, like, you figured, like, if the mom was truthful, because the mom yeah. apparently didn't tell the dad that she was from that kingdom. See, that was a, that's a Disney tradition, though, is parents lying. <laughs> parents lying. No, even, like, all the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. like, all the, the, the Marvel parents, they just lie. That's the, that's the crux of most of the conflict in, <laughs> in Marvel movies. <laughs> and, like, I, I don't really, I try not to lie to my kids. That's... <laughs> Because I mean, for one, I feel like they see right through it. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, uh, we're not. We're not gonna go do that. I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, dang! It's forsaken. Fine, we have to. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. So it, it was interesting, and also like they did kind of like um, quietly address something with. I feel like I don't know how other people feel like without making it a huge deal with uh, with some other friends had had this whole thing about like uh, you know all the people in Frozen have to be white because of whatever you know. This time they just they didn't make a big deal out of it. They just like put a bunch of different people in the kingdom mm-hmm. without making like there wasn't like a song about all the black people in Arendelle. Mm-hmm. It was just like they were there. They were showing like this is like there was some like Native American kind of like type. I don't know what kind of I don't know what ethnicity those the 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 kind of the mystic tribe was supposed to be. You know, but yeah. it wasn't like the Swedish like they, <laughs> you know like the almost, Norwegian. They almost looked some a little bit Asian. Yeah, you get to wonder if it's like that or but it was it was kind of like quietly diverse. Yeah, yeah. but, but just the mom didn't look like, like that to me for some odd reason. That is a question. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a retcon. We're like, she was the only one. Like, I don't know. So weird. <laughs> but like it, the overall story just being like it takes like all kinds to make this work. Mm-hmm. You know, like the wind and the, the little fire lizard thing and yeah. Elsa, whatever. I didn't quite get what like, Elsa was exactly supposed to be. But sure. Or why she had to go to the little, I don't know, the that, snowflake place where yeah. she got frozen at. Right. Oh, in the first movie? No, no second, second, one, second one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, she it, just it, got there to get stuck. Yeah, exactly. And then it was and I knew this her horse. sister that saved the freaking day. <laughs> yeah. With the rock monsters. So weird. If you haven't se- if you haven't seen it, that alone, that whole description or the last three minutes should have sold you yeah. <laughs> all the ridiculousness. There's a ton of cool crap that happens. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I thought it was good. I don't know if I have. I mean, it wasn't awful. Of, I just didn't. I was like, eh, eh. yeah. I don't know if I really even have a thought of like what, <laughs> what one was better or whatever. I do think that the that into the unknown. I think I just liked that song. It wasn't even that she sang it. It was the the arrangement of the chords mm-hmm. under mm-hmm. the power of that voice. There was a lot of like dissonance going on into it. There was too, some cool like stuff that. going on. Yeah, yeah, it was weird, and yeah, yeah, and then it wasn't. There was like some normal shit, but then there was like some weird things happening. Mm-hmm. I just love the like the use of uh, diminished chords in that. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, how where are we at? I don't know. I mean, I how long are we? Oh, we're almost done. Oh uh, yeah. Oh wait. I so I just saw that we were just talking about Mandalorian. Yeah. I guess maybe one last thing. I didn't know this until afterwards when I saw this article. Or I don't know if it's this one, but like this, 
in the Mandalorian in the last episode or one of the last episodes. There's the two guys. I didn't know Jason Sudeikis was the guy to punch. Yeah, he sounded really familiar to me. I was like, he's got. A, I thought it wasn't uh, Sudeikis. It was uh, who's the guy that did Batman's voice um, in the oh, Lego uh, Batman? Will, Will not Will Forte? Will Forte. I think it was it Will Forte? I, yeah. I, I thought it was him or someone like like him or whatever. And I didn't know it was Jason Sudeikis though. Punching, punching Yoda. Mm-hmm. I love that they Baby Yoda. they kept going with the idea of the the cannon that stormtroopers can't shoot. Yeah, and make it because they're just shooting beautiful. at this can and not hitting anywhere near it. Mm-hmm. And they just made it, it. It went a lot longer than you thought it would. They just kept shooting at it, and then their whole talking is pointless, but it was hilarious. Like mm-hmm. I loved it. Like they're like, oh yeah, they're all incompetent. That's why he's like, you punch, you punched him pretty hard the last time. I just want to make sure he's still alive. <laughs> you want to see the baby? He hasn't like, moved. You want to see the baby? Here. Here's the baby. <laughs> that was great. I love his face when, like, uh, the, was it oh, the robot, Yoda. what's the guy's name? IG, oh, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, like, just flying through the town, and he's just like, oh. <gasps> yeah. I love the memes <laughs> coming from speeder. that. There's a lot of, like, drawings and illustrations. That was now. a great ending, by yeah. the way. Like, that ending to The Mandalorian was so good. I'm so glad that it didn't. I thought that that was going to be the end. They were, like, end of series, but mm-hmm. it's like, clearly there's going to be another season. Yeah. Because uh, we still don't know what uh, the child, I guess, technically is for all the push up your glasses. Well, apparently, actually. Uh, he had it has a name because uh, was it Gina Carano is her name, uh-huh. uh, the girl that was in it. Um, somebody tweeted at her with like, a, you know, some fake the baby, mm-hmm. whatever. And she's like, hey, hey, be quiet. I know your name. Kind of did all like, oh, oh. so no, it has a name now. Second season. Interesting. Word. That's cool. Yeah, I don't know. The, the memes coming from Baby Yoda. Like my favorite that one you're talking about the racing mm-hmm. and then the one where uh uh what's his face was it carl weathers like do the hand thing yeah. and then he just waves mm-hmm. oh, like oh that's yeah. so cute i have this <laughs> this picture of thor where baby yoda is lifting the hammer and thor's like for real <laughs> oh nice <laughs> yeah. i thought that was neat there's all these things coming out memes and whatnot i want to see the baby exactly <laughs> we're gonna have to do another one a completely separate episode to maybe talk about star wars yeah i was gonna say we didn't even touch star wars yeah this is really weird i got yeah I, i'm probably gonna go see it again just because one of my friends hasn't seen it yet and uh-huh. his, we, he doesn't have we saw it twice any time yeah. with his kids and so i'm like all right fine since you know you never get to go to movies i'll go see this movie with you again <laughs> it's funny because i walked out of it this time knowing what i knew from last jedi mm-hmm. or the repercussions of last jedi i was like Ooh, this is going to be one of those ones that splits everybody. I but, feel like it wasn't anywhere near as bad of a of a backlash. Mm-hmm. Well, people are like, eh, it's over. <laughs> you know? well, see, the, the people that didn't like it, I feel like, still really didn't like it, and the people who yeah. loved it, like, really loved it, defended like how much they loved it. So yeah. I was kind of, kind of in between. I was like, I had fun. It was like space yeah. wizards shooting lasers. It was fine, but uh, once again, I didn't have lasers that. this time. I, I didn't have that. Appreciated that. I didn't have that investment in it either. Where I was like, I need to see this happen like this. Yeah. But strong choices, with that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll talk about that one next week. Yeah. Well, we're glad to be we're glad to be back, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, New year, man. Uh, last year it was pretty nice. You could see the you could see the growth of the the podcast, and it was pretty fun. You know, to get towards the end. You know? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe this year we'll get a. Sponsor. Oh, yeah. We still got to set up that thing. Okay, yeah. (laughs) More work to be had. Very cool. So we'll check you guys out next time (laughs) on Yellow Spandex.